Welcome to Wednesday One Shots, the series where we share a bonus story with you to help you get through the week. This time around, we have a story from a listener named Bianca Crow. I survived two abduction attempts in my life. The first attempt happened at the bus stop when I was six years old. I sat on a bench that was on an elderly couple's front porch. They were nice enough to let me wait for the bus there. My bus stop was only 40 yards from my home, but over a hill. I walked there by myself as my parents had already left for the day. This lovely elderly couple, who really put up with me for absolutely no reason that I could think of, allowed me to sit on their porch and wait for the bus because I was always the first one there and eager to be on time. A white car stopped in front of their house with two men inside. The back window had slats in it. One man had dark brown hair and the other was blonde. Both of them were wearing flannel coats and jeans like they were lumberjacks. They started heckling me, but I wouldn't respond. I was adamantly told never to talk to strangers. Then they opened their car doors. I knew I didn't have enough strength to fight them off. I'm a natural introvert as well. Even though I was only six years old, I could tell that these were bad men. The hair stood up on the back of my neck. I couldn't talk as I was frozen in fear, and I couldn't believe that they were getting out of their car. I was almost catatonic as I never catered to men in general due to my mother, who was in university for a psychology degree. I was told terrible stories to make sure that I didn't do anything to end up on a milk carton. I can't remember what the men said to me other than trying to figure out what I was doing. They said that I would enjoy myself if I went with them. We could get ice cream. I refused and remained in my seat, nearly wetting myself since I was so scared. The man from the passenger side, the one with the blonde hair, said something to the brown-haired man. They started to look around as if they were scared. He said that he would see me soon. Then they got back into the car and slowly started to leave. I stood up and walked around to the right side of the house as they were making a left turn. I did this so they couldn't see me. I stayed there and listened for them. Once I knew that they were far away enough, I flat out ran as hard as I could and as fast as I could back to my house. I went in the back door and barricaded myself inside. I stood to the side of the front door without touching the curtains. From this angle, I could see outside without any issues. The curtains were very flimsy, but I wasn't casting a shadow due to how I was standing. I watched as I waited and then I saw the same car driving through the neighborhood. I ran to my bedroom, looked out the window, and saw them a second time. I was so frightened, I buried myself underneath the bed until my father came home for lunch. He wasn't happy to see me at home, but my mother had a different take on the situation. She called the school. Neither of my parents ever called the police, but the bus started to stop in front of my house from then on, so I was able to wait on my own front steps. I felt safer, and I never saw the men again, as far as I know. On to the second story. I was a new employee for a government advocacy agency, and I was required to attend a yearly work retreat. I remember being at the retreat and looking up and noticing everybody was suddenly gone. This seemed like no big deal to me, so I walked down the street to an aquarium. It was nice. However, I didn't get to enjoy it. A creepy little imp of a young fellow kept following me. He was short, 
with short brown hair and baggy jeans. I ran through the different enclosures trying to get rid of him, but he stayed on me. I would find him waiting for me at every corner. I stopped a staff member and pointed to the man, letting him know that I was being followed, and poof, he was gone. Finally, I ran into the CEO and CFO of the agency that I was working for, but they didn't care when I told them I was being stalked. I watched kids feed the manta rays until I finally felt I had waited long enough to finally leave the building. As soon as I walked out, the man was standing with his back against the wall to my left, waiting. I said, leave me alone. Then I booked it back to my hotel on foot. I was pounding the pavement when an older blue Oldsmobile crept up behind me a quarter of a mile from the aquarium. A man hopped out of the passenger seat. He said he just wanted to talk to me and thought I'd like to go for a ride. I said, hell no. Well, you get the picture. He continued to get closer to me and attempted to corner me like I was a feral dog or something. I took a step towards him, seeing red, ready to kick the crap out of him, and then I heard a sound. The driver opened his door and got out, and then the back door opened, and another person popped out. Three against one. No, sir, I thought. I ran like my hair was on fire. I hopped a fence and ran through a creek to take a shortcut to my hotel. Luckily, my hotel room had an open floor plan like an apartment. I was able to fish the key out of my pocket and slide right into my room. I looked out the window and I saw them on the street. Then I went to the hotel bar and I felt safe as the owner was an ex-wrestler. I waited for two hours until my hotel roommate came back from her outing. I told her what happened. I was young, so I didn't think to call the cops. I didn't know what to do in this situation at all. I took the emergency volume that I had, had a few drinks, and well, let's just say I didn't continue working for this agency much longer. Anything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Someone once said it's better to be lucky than to be good. I say it's best to be both. To the abductors, let's not meet ever again. Thank you so much to Bianca Crow for sharing that story. If you have a story to share, make sure you send it to letsnotmeetstories at gmail.com. We'll see you all next week for a full episode of Let's Not Meet. Stay safe. Stay safe.